Today on West Coast Italian Radio, more bizarre news stories from Italy, plus the story of Chihuly Glass and an Italian girl. All this and more on the Italian Radio Show. Hello everybody and welcome to the West Coast Italian Radio Network, bringing you the Italian show here Live from the wonderful KKNW 1150 AM studios, uh, Hubbard Radio here in the gorgeous Factoria area of South Bellevue. It's a nice day today. On nice days, we can see pretty much, you know, the entire Lake Washington from like Tacoma up to Bob Bellingham. So it's uh, it's really beautiful, really beautiful out here. And we really like it out here. I have the great pleasure of introducing my name, by the way, is Tony Lestel. I'm your host. And we have the wonderful the beautiful, the gorgeous, from, uh, where are you from in Italy? North. 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 Oh, North. North. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Mazio Caputa, my co-host. Bon pomeriggio and, yes, let's say North and South. Come on, let's not make people. Nord e Sud Italia. Va I love bene. both. Okay. My mom from right. South, my father from North. All right, so all right. I'm there half, you half. Go. You're, you're, you're totally messed up. There you go. I know. I'm working on it. But it's and fine. then we have, you know, a very, very mm. special guest host with us today. Naveen Garg. Naveen, say hello. Get you real close to the mic, okay? Hello, everyone. This is Naveen. I've been here in Seattle for the last 25 years or so, but originally from India. Well, we're going to make you an honorary Italian today, all right? See? There you go, all right? So we're very delighted to have you on the show, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. We also have, remember a few weeks ago, we had this crazy Italian guy. A month ago. About a month ago, yeah, Ralph Buffano, who was mm-hmm. like, you know, telling us all about all these museums he built all over the world. Right. The Boeing Museum. This thing. He was the really plane. into airplanes, right? Yes. So now we got the best part of Ralph. We got his beautiful daughter, Michelle, here, who's also the executive di- director of the Chihuly Glass Museum down mm-hmm. at Seattle Center. So we're going to have a lot of fun talking with her throughout the program. And, folks, we really appreciate your listening. And if you want to participate with us today... Please feel free to call us at 425-373-5527. And remember, you can hear today's show either live if you're here in the greater Seattle area or anywhere in the world at any time of the day or night that this week's show or any of our past broadcasts by going to our website, wcir.biz, and clicking on the podcast link there, and uh, you'll have a great time. So now I think we should get right into this, Marzia. The news. Un pezzo di Italia in the Northwest. Mm-hmm. Some Italian news for you in the Northwest. Yes, folks, these stories, they say truth is stranger than fiction. And trust me, then when it comes to Italian news, that certainly is the case here. So I'm going to start off this week. Uh, we have, um, this comes to us from the April 29th, uh, 2019, Rudders. Uh, and it's an article that is entitled, Thou Shalt Not Gossip, the Pope Tells Hairdressers, okay? So apparently Pope Francis has often warned against gossiping amongst friends and neighbors. But now he's saying, you know, for beauty parlors and hair salons, they don't have, they, not for them not to gossip to, okay? Mm. The Pope told Italian Catholic haircutters, stylists, and beauticians on a group pilgrimage to Rome to avoid falling into the temptation of gossip that is easily that is easily associated with your profession. Okay, so uh, Francis noted that the patron saint of hairdressers is Saint Martin de Porre, 
a 16th century barber surgeon who joined the Dominican Republic in Peru and spent much of his life helping the poor and the sick. So hmm. there you go. I didn't know that. So, you know. Yeah, it's a lot of story you find about the Pope. Is something you want to try to say? I don't know. It's don't know. always like, a new news about you really follow him. I like him. this Pope, though. I mean, I you know, he's very, uh, yeah, I, I like him a lot. A I think, you know, he's him. like, I, I like him like more than I have I know. Popes in it's, a long time. You know? Like I so. say, you really follow him. What do you think, I'm, Michelle? You like the Pope? I like the Pope. I yeah, like He's a cool pope. guy, you know? I mean, he seems like he's, you know. He's, no, I do like it, too. You know, I'm not yeah. complaining. This one, I like it, so. All right, March, I'm going to give you the next one. Okay, this one has come from Il Mattino, Avellino. It's a... Uh, 10 May, I want to read it in Italian. I don't know why. Every time when I have a news in my hand, I just want to say in Italian. So it's a, the counterfeit cacio cavalli. Do we know the what is the cacio cavalli? Cacio cavalli, what's it's that? It's a mean? type of cheese. We, you find it down south a lot, this yeah. cacio cavalli. It looks like a scarmozza. You know the form of the scarmozza is around a little. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It looks like that. It's almost the same flavor, too. But cacio cavalli is really good. It's like cow milk um, made. It's it's wonderful. You wow. gotta try. I don't know you how to explain it more. Yeah, try it sometime. Okay. But down south, you cannot find it in north. This right. one. Anyway, about half a ton of cacciocavallo, equal to two hundred seventy pieces, a value at seventy-five thousand euro, worth um, how you say seized? Seized. Thank you. And destroyed by the carabinieri. Uh, it's the Department of Agriculture. Right, carabinieri right. is Italian police. Let's mm-hmm. explain that too. Sorry. So what happened uh, during the inspection? The inspection. They indicate the label carry various untruthful indications. So there were no right indication on the ingredients, things like that. So in addition to the definition of Caccio Cavallo, um, it was falsely reported that the packaging had been carried out by a cooperative. While cooperative. F- Thank you. You see, I need him sometimes. Sorry, don't worry about it. Why, in fact... You don't find. You see, that's why... Okay, let, let me keep going. Why, in fact, the cheese was purchased already, packaged from other industrial dairy. So it was so counterfeit cheese, was baby. In, oh, sure in Italy, like, that's like, you know, that's like robbing a baker, oh, counterfeit a cheese. So they already give away to the industry, and they find out about this, that was, the label wasn't right. Yeah. Anyway, to make sure the story, what happened, they got four people were, were reported. And believe it or not, uh, are expected to be imprisoned for about to ten years. Ten years, can you believe it? So uh, that's how that's how important food is to Italians. I was in shock. If you screw with the Italian foods, you're gonna go to prison for ten years. So you know you better watch out. Well, let's say the cheese really got sour for them. <laughs> All right, so now, uh, Naveen, we're going to give you this next one. Oh. Go ahead and read us the title and tell us where it's from. All right, this news comes from the local and on 31st of March. Mm-hmm. And it's all about these quirky Italian habits that if you want to take back with you at home, they aren't going to work. Mm-hmm. So shall I just go ahead and read the first Just go one? ahead and all start right. going down right. to it. So what it says is, you know, as you travel into, Sierra, uh, uh, into Italy, you may be visiting your friends and family, bring back some habits, but they may be easy to acquire, but more and more to annoy your friends. Mm-hmm. So let's take a, take a look at the one. There you go. All right. And the first one is, you know, I am, my other half is French, so I'm oh, good, oh, good. kind of so used know. to me. Yeah. So it says, kissing everybody goodbye. Now, anyone who has spent time in Italy, Spain, France, but focus All on Europe. Italy, yeah. will find themselves automatically leaning in and giving friends and family members a couple of pecks on cheek when it's time to say goodbye. 
So outsidedly, rules about kissing are often very different. They are, and they're true. Is it two or is it three? Which three. side you go first? Three. Oh, three. Oh, All three. right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there you go. This can lead to some pretty awkward moments. See, that's true. When we come, when I came here on the states, and my east is like hugging, touching, and I look like, what's going on with you? And uh, you know, it's our natural uh, like, hello. So that's kids. especially true. You know, I have you some want? really dear friends from oh. England. Uh-huh. And just to screw with them a little bit, like when I, I see them, I go give them a big hug. And they, <laughs> they you just don't know what to do with that yeah, stuff. You know? That's just not what the English do. All right, let's go to the next one. All right, shall I carry through? Go right yes. ahead. Okay, eating late. Now, that's being an Indian, I'm so used to it. Oh, now, good. Yes, eating late is associated with weight gain, but in Italy, a country renowned for its healthy diet, the idea of sitting down to dinner at 6 p.m. is laughable. <laughs> yeah, no. So true. A snack, huh? Yes. <laughs> In Italy, lunch tends to be the largest meal of the day, and it's common not to dine until as late as 9.30 p.m. And, you know, that's kind of what we do at our house. I mean, first of all, I'm an entertainer, so I'm used to, like, I don't even, you know, I'm used to, like, functioning in the evening, like, to me, I didn't know six o'clock came twice a day till I was fifty. You know, so, yeah. Well, you have to remember, in Italy, we do a lot of happy hours. Yes, yes. For us, it's like uh, six until eight is happy hour. So, and then mm. when you come back home, okay, we can start eating eight thirty, nine o'clock. That's the when the night coming down. That's what time does the lunch start? Typically? Well, that's twelve o'clock. Twelve o'clock. Lunch okay. is the that's the time usually we really even and you in go school, like till three. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Then you have a snack, <laughs> and then you have you know. All right, let's do the next one here. All right. What is the next one? Oh, going out Go later. Yeah. Going out later. Obviously, eating dinner at a late time means most Italians don't head out until long after sundown. Mm-hmm. Here, an early pre-dinner drink or a snack, otherwise known as aperitivo. Ah. So you just got the talking about it. Yes, yes, might happen at around 7.30 p.m. How but I know if, that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're just meeting your friends for drinks, a 10 p.m. start or later is not uncommon. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and you know that's something I tell you. One one of the things I I miss mm. about Europe and actually about living in New York is that you know I mean entertainer. I would when I was singing opera in New York City and on mm. Broadway, you, you get done when you're done with the show and you're famished. It's like eleven o'clock at night. You want to go get some good to eat, and there's still good restaurants right. you can go to. Here, I mean. On a Saturday night, after 10 o'clock at night, you're going to starve unless you want to go to Denny's, hey, you know? In Italy, too, when you go out to dance in the club, you stay out until 4 o'clock in the morning. Usually, we come back all out, and everything, you can find some place open during that time, it's still eating. So, we we can eat a lot. Well, <laughs> like folks, that. we're going to go to a quick commercial break here with our sponsors. And go, don't go away, because uh, right after this, Marzia is going to feed us. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas, titosvodka.com. Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and awards award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? 
Uh, she's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Hey, Dad. Thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast is Cernio Sausage. Visit Cernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com Hey, Marcia, I want to go to Italy, but the trips are so expensive and the accommodations mezza mezza. You got to use La Casella Agriturismo. La Casella Agriturismo? Tell him, Gianpaolo. Family-owned country house in the heart of Italy with a rustic setting. Agriturismo, a unique way to stay in Italy. Wow, there's nothing like that in the States. And the La Casella, owned by my family, is one of the best. Reasonably priced, it's like being in Tuscany without the crowds. And from La Casella, you can easily visit Rome, Florence, Tuscany, or Venice. Vacation like a real Italian. For more information, visit the West Coast Italian Radio website at wcir.biz and click on the logo for La Casella. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. And you are back with the West Coast Italian Radio Network bringing you the Italian Radio Show right here on this lovely, lovely day uh, with... I I love when the sun shines in Seattle, you know? It just is like one of the most beautiful places on earth. Naveen, how long have you been here? Tony, it's been about 25 years. You know, I took a lot of detours in my life. You know, I grew up in India, then lived in Europe for five years. You know, my boss told me to come down here, I've, you know, with my previous uh, journey as a software engineer. And, you know, I landed up here. They say, ah, you know, they don't play squash here. So he well, called up, yeah. you know, no, 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 we got squash here, you know. And I well, speaking here. of squash, I mean, that's where you and I met. We were doing the uh, fundraising event for Urban Squash. That's true, Tony. So t- I, and I know this is something that's passionate to you and dear to your heart. So tell us a little bit about yeah, that organization. Indeed, Tony. You know, it, uh, this thing has, you know, had a huge impact in my own life. You know, I was a good, good kid, you know, good student, you know, but, you know, I'm having this conversation as English today, but I couldn't speak a word of English when I was in uh, high school. You speak know. very well, I might add. Oh, I appreciate that, Tony. Not as good as your Italian, for sure. You know. well, I don't know. <laughs> you have to ask Marcy about that. Oh, okay, okay. Although I got all the curse words down pretty good. All right, right. <laughs> so, uh, so you started Urban Squash. That's tell, yeah. tell, so, what, so what is Urban Squash? Tell so us So this is a program. You know, It has been tried and tested model across America. And what it does is this program focuses on kids coming from uh, underserved communities. So let's take an example, uh, Northgate Elementary School here in Seattle. It's very close to Northgate. And believe it or not, over 70% of the kids qualify for assisted meals program. Mm -hmm. One in four kids actually does not have a house to call their permanent home. Wow. Mm -hmm. So given those conditions, and it's very hard for these kids to find 
an environment where they can actually focus on their studies, let alone live. And it's a very, very difficult life for them. So what we do in our program is we say, you know, there are three core pillars. Let's take sports, education, and social services. And if we were to provide this day in, day out in an intense four days a week throughout the school year, after school program, plus a summer camp, a training camp for them. So that all we ask for these kids is a give us a commitment for eight to 10 years. So we take these kids from elementary schools, you know, we bring them, we have our own van that goes out. We have a tremendous partnership with the squash clubs in Seattle area, mm-hmm. Seattle Athletic Club in downtown at Northgate, as well as Harbor Square Club in Edmonds. You know, we keep talking to, we actually also work with the YMCA downtown. Right, right. So all of these places where we can play squash, you know, we bring our kids, they get to play squash with professionals, you know, people like yourself, you know, yeah, successful yeah, in their yeah. lives, you know, myself, judges, you know, attorneys, you know, doctors, engineers, and they see, you know, they can be one of them. That's fantastic. Plus, you know, they get to focus on their education. And we have, you know, we ask them to follow their grades. We talk to their parents. We talk to teachers. You know, we have army of volunteers. Together, you know, we now to cut the long story short, you know, we are coming into sixth year of operation. Four of our kids, five of our kids are actually getting into high school, uh, are already in high school. Four out of five are actually going to be joining University of Washington. That's oh, isn't that wonderful. A, that is uh, really great. Yeah. Well, that's so, a fantastic program, and we'll uh, you know we'll have to to tell. So, how can people if they want to get absolutely. involved? Absolutely, thank you, Tony. First of all, thank yeah. you for your support, Tony. You were great, you know, to help us with the program we last have, year. We have a lot of fun, a and, lot of fun. And so, we actually have a public website. It's uh, you know public charity five hundred one c three. You can log on to our website, which is Vesa Academy. That is Washington Education and Squash Academy. Okay. Vesa Academy. And you can go to the website. You can also go to our Facebook page. And you know what, Tony? If there is a Facebook page for your site, I will add a link to that. There. That sounds <laughs> like good. That's a lot of fun. We'll, so we'll then hook you up to our web and make that happen. Exactly. Okay? So this That's way, great. you know, we can have people come and check us out, learn more about our program. We also... Thanks to uh, King 5 TV Evening Magazine, we actually got a profile coverage there as well. So That's I put a great. Link there, as well. there you go. Well, congratulations. It was a lot of fun, and we want to continue to stay in touch. So, Absolutely. you know, Thank we're going to continue to work with you guys. You work with us. Yeah. We'll have a and great time. And maybe you'll help my Italian get better. Hey, you, well, <laughs> she'll help your Italian get better. You know, I'm Italian-American. I speak our Italian-American version Let's of it. Let's start from you know? there, too. There you know. <laughs> so now we're going to get to my favorite part of the show. Sponsored by our partner, Tito's Vodka. Tito's is a wonderful, wonderful product and uh, one of the best sipping vodkas in the world. They uh, do lots of great things for different charities around the country, including many things for our veterans. They're one of our key sponsors at the Tacoma Freedom Fair this year, mm-hmm. where they're sponsoring a lot of our veteran programs. We can't, in fact, we had to get Joey DeMarco, another good Italian boy, back on the show here in the next 30 days. We'll talk with him a little bit more about that. So they sponsor our cooking and our beverage segment here, which is uh, Marcia's thing. So let's see what we're doing today, Marcia. Well, the one final recipe is from Basilica down south, too. Basilica, uh, the restaurant. Oh, I mm-hmm. love that place. Well, not Basilica restaurant. Sorry. Basilica is the region in oh. Italy. I know. The restaurant mm-hmm. is really yeah. good, too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, cotolette file, uh, filanti di cacciocavallo. Remember, cotolette sound like, a, you know the cotolette milanese? Mm-hmm. You heard mm-hmm. that? It's yeah. the steak with right. the breadcrumbs. Right. Okay, same thing, but with the cheese. Oh, you like good. It's with the cheese. Now, I know here in America they do it with mozzarella, 
I do the breadcrumbs, yeah, you yeah. know. Like right. they fry the mozzarella cheese. This one, because I find a new story about Cachocavallo, say, so why are you going to stay in the same team if I try something like that? So it's with Cachocavallo, this type of cheese. that's really good. It's cow milk. It's really healthy. Um, it's really simple. You buy so the Cachocavallo. Basically, it's fried cheese, it, but it's yeah. a real fried cheese from, from Italy, not the mozzarella. Yeah, we, we they can do it with mozzarella, too. You can do... But this is from Calabria. Down south. Basilica, yes, it crossed the Calabria. But um, it's a little bit different. It's it's really good. Like I said, the cheese, I love, prefer the Cacciocavallo. I I don't know why, but it's a really different flavor. Um, It's a little bit harder. It's not soft like mozzarella. Mm -hmm. So mozzarella Mm -hmm. is harder to cook and fry because it will melt everywhere. When this one, this cheese Cacciocavallo is harder. So it's much easier to fry, too. It's very good. So really simple. You buy the cheese, cacciocavallo. Mm-hmm. You slice it as thin you want, you how you prefer. And then you put in the egg, mm-hmm. okay? Dip it really good in the egg. And then you put in the breadcrumbs, and you just fry it. Simple as that. You have to keep um, turning around the uh, the cheese because you don't want it to melt it. So until it turns gold, that's it. What do you it's think ready. of that, Michelle? W- what's the healthy part of it? Well, it's a... <laughs> No, the fry, the cheese. That's all. How you like that? That's Pretty good, good that huh? Fantastic. It's really, really good. You know? It's good. That was good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's the cheese. This type of cheese, cacciocavallo. Like I say, you don't find it in the north. It's only that south. And usually, you give to uh, when you have a um, toddler, one years old. They're the first cheese you give. The mozzarella and cacciocavallo because they're really extra light. Wonderful. So we're going to put this recipe, folks, like we do each week up on our website there. So Mm -hmm. make sure you go to WCR.biz. Also, you can check our Facebook page for West Coast Italian Radio. We'll have it there. Be posting it on. And uh, make sure you try this out because this is the original. You know, you go to the places, you get mozzarella cheese. This is, forget about it. This is where it all came Mm -hmm. from, okay? You have the special cheese fried from Calabria there, right? Right. You know, the first time it came out was 500 BC. This type of cheese they made in Basilica is really old type cheese. It's you have to. We need to talk about the story one time about this because it's really interesting there too. And so, now we're going to go to what? our uh, next? artist of the <laughs> yeah, week. Our <laughs> artist of the week, and I did this especially for you, Michelle. Thank you. Because I know you're Italian American like me. You know we like you know <laughs> we like what we like, right? Okay, so <laughs> there was so many p- people don't realize, but there uh, was so much influence, not just by the blacks when rock and roll came out, but by the Italians. In fact, it's very interesting because in some of our our generations before ours they didn't really the blacks and the italians were not getting along very well but kind of in our generation they started to make nice and they came together and you know some of the early rock and roll music from the 50s and 60s came from the collaboration of the blacks and the italian groups coming together making some great music um a lot of them singing each other's bands got bands like frankie valley fabio uh, Dion, Frankie Avalon, and this was all of the, you know, the new sound back then that really kicked off rock and roll. So a lot of people don't know. It wasn't just Elvis. It wasn't just the Beatles. It wasn't just Chuck Berry. It was the Italians. Here is our Artist of the Week, brought to you by Mickey's Hair Salon, down on the beautiful Tacoma waterfront. Mickey's is the place to go, folks, because if she can make me look good, she can make anybody look good. All right? And here is our classic Italian-American Rock and Roll of the Week. Bye. 
Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got it passed on our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy, based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Ruston Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. Folks, you're hearing the music of Tony Lestal and the Goombas, the West Coast Italian Radio House Band. And uh, we hope you come on to catch us at some of our stuff. We play all over the West Coast at all the Italian festivals and Italian events from literally... Uh, you know, San Diego to Vancouver, B.C., uh, the Reno Festival, all these things. We used mm-hmm. to have a blast. It's a lot of fun. So, uh, and when we're here in Seattle, we uh, tend to do four shows a week over at Montalcino Ristorante Italiano Nisiqua. So, you got to come out and catch the show out there. And uh, plus, the food is absolutely fantastic. And it's just a lot of fun. Always a lot of fun. Speaking of a lot of fun, mm. I've been looking so forward to our next guest, Marcia. I know. I can see you. I mean, we had, her father's on the show like, mm-hmm. you know, four weeks ago. And he said, you've got to get my daughter on here. You know? yep. Apart from her being really hot. I she's did. this hot, beautiful yeah. looking Italian woman. Okay? She is. She's also just, you know, has great personality. She's smart. And she's mm-hmm. like the executive director of the Chihuly Garden and Glass Museum at Seattle Center. So, Michelle Bufano, welcome to West Coast Italian Radio. <laughs> um, just great to have you here, you know? So great to be here. Thanks for having me. So now you uh, 
have been in the museum business for a while. How, how did you get to where you're at? You know. Well, as you probably heard from my doting father, <laughs> I pretty much followed in his footsteps. Mm-hmm. He was a museum director from the time I was four years old. So I kind of grew up in museums, but I didn't know that that's what I wanted to do. And like all good Italian daughters, I moved to Italy when I was twice, but the second time, 21. And that's when I was not working and goofing off and running around Rome. I decided, I think I should go into museums. So That's pretty cool. That's You know, I have a daughter who uh, has a... Uh, she, she got a full opera scholarship in college, and so she's like, you know, a chip off the old block as well. You know, she falls, she sings with me at shows at times, and uh, I know what that's like to have a father who's doting on a daughter, and, you know, because, you know, they share your passion, right? So now I know your dad told us a lot of your, you know, his, his, his adventures growing up, but what do you remember growing up in an Italian household as a daughter of Ralph Bufano? I remember my grandfather's wine in the basement. There you oh, go. That's a very vivid memory. A lot of people screaming in Italian over who who burnt the sauce this time. Mm-hmm. So it, there was some, talking. We yeah. are not screaming. Oh, we yeah. just talk. <laughs> talking, talking. All the Italian relatives talking. <laughs> and I remember that I kind of just pretended like I didn't have another part of my Right, right. Heritage, I was just Italian from the beginning. There was nothing else. No French Canadian, just Italian. Italian. So where did you grow up at? Oh, all over. Started in Rochester, New York, where my grandfather came over through Ellis Island when he was like in his 20s. Same with us. Same with my family. Same way. Then my dad moved to Corning, New York, so he started getting involved with glass himself. Oh, wow. The Corning Museum of Glass when I was just three years old. Oh, that's right. I remember him talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we moved to Wisconsin. It was hard to find some Italians there. Mm, Now, before we get into your career... I know there was a part of your family history which your father failed to tell us about. So oh, you have to share it. this with us now. Uh, Go, ahead. Go ahead. Well, first you should know my grandmother was from Modena, which is Ooh. where the famous olive oil comes yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And then my grandfather was from Castellaneta. Castellaneta. Vicino Bari. Near oh, Bari. Down south. Bari, yeah. yeah. Oops, my Italian came out there. Mm-hmm. It's um, good. Yes. But also, Rudolph Valentino is from uh-huh. Castellaneta. And in the middle of the town is mm. a giant purple statue of Rudolph Valentino. Wow. That's pretty nice. cool. Yeah. Claim to fame. So, so your was your family, your ancestors associated, related, or whatever, you know? I, I think I must be related to everyone in that town because I had to go to every <laughs> single house and eat, drink, and be merry while I was there. So I'm probably related, but yeah. don't quote me on that one. All right, so now how did you, uh, you, you have this great, great position working for Chihuly Glass and doing that wonderful museum at Seattle Center. How did that all come about? I have to say I did fall in love with glass. I lived in Tacoma for a while, and I worked at the Tacoma Art Museum, and I got introduced to glass there and at the Museum of Glass in Tacoma. And once you smell that smell in the hot shop of the glass on fire, and mm-hmm. I just got addicted. And then I ended up in Seattle, and this job came about, and it was absolutely the perfect job. You know Dale Chihuly's from Tacoma. I knew that, yes, yes. So we're yeah. very proud to have him be from the Pacific Northwest. And I get to introduce thousands and thousands of people every year to glass and to art. So, so it's now pretty did, great. So now did Dale have a, a hands-on, I mean, 
a hands-on relationship with you in terms of like, this is the gal I want to have do my, I mean, what, what's your relationship with him like? I'd like to think that. I <laughs> met him in Tacoma 25 years ago. I've always followed his career and um, a lot of people wanted this job, but I hope that my relationship with, with Dale and Leslie Chihuly helped you know, yeah, in, yeah, in deciding. Yeah. So now tell us a little bit about this, the glass museum. You know, um, I have to tell you that I have spent many it's it's a wonderful place, but tell our, our our listeners what they can expect when they, you know, go there. What they should see, and you know, just the whole experience. Okay, so it's about an acre and a half, right underneath the Space Needle, and you know, now the Space Needle has a rotating glass floor, so you can actually oh, see wow. Chihuly Garden of Glass That's from cool. the Space Needle. Nice. That's a little hint for you. But basically, the whole thing is Dale Chihuly's vision. It's eight galleries. Each gallery is just filled with Dale's art installations and then you walk into his signature piece which is the glass house and it has one of the largest suspended sculptures that he's ever created hanging wow. from the ceiling oh, man and he designed the glass house himself he's how oh, heavy it is because fascinated you know. with glass houses oh nice and then there's a beautiful garden which day night any time of the day you can see dale chihuly's work right against beautiful plants amid beautiful plants so it's it's stunning so um you know, Dale went to Venice in 1996, and he mm-hmm. did the Chihuly over Venice mm-hmm. in Italy. So we have one room that is just those chandeliers as well. Oh, beautiful! So you know, it's very, it, it's very interesting because we have, you know, um, some small items that we've gotten over the years from the Chihuly Museum and stuff, like from your gift store and stuff. But his work is. It's very unique. I mean, we've we, we've been, you know, to the Murano glass factories in Venice and um, his work is just really unique. What is it do you think that makes it so captivating? What would you say? I, mean, I, this is... I think, you know, people used to think that glass should sit on a pedestal yeah, and it should be symmetrical. And Dale sort of turns all that upside down and uh-huh. says, let's put many pieces of glass together. Let's do a whole installation that takes up the whole room. And that's very different than what you would see in in Murano or what yeah. you oh, yeah. used to see yeah. in exactly. Murano, Italy. Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. I think Dale's known for being a part of that studio glass movement, really bringing glass out of the factories and into people's homes and studios. So what's next for? Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think. I, you, forgive me for asking if this is inappropriate, but how old is Dale Chihuly? You can ask that. He's 77. Okay. Ooh. I knew he was like in his 70s or 80s. And he's uh, continuing to work. So he still is like vibrant and healthy. And, you know, and he must have, certainly from the way you describe it, he must have had a hands-on, um, you know, approach with putting together that museum at the center because it sounds like it's really almost like, you know, his baby there, you know? Yeah, he's, the whole exhibition is really his vision. Even from the bookstore, you go to the cafe, you get to see his personal collections, things he's collected from the 50s and 60s. Everything is Dale's vision. But he just opened a show in at Kew Gardens yep. in Kennedy. London mm-hmm. very recently. I was just there. Stunning. So he continues to work and, and continues to grow as an artist. And I do have to tell you one thing we're doing this fall. Okay. It's called Refract 2019, 
We are doing a citywide festival in Seattle. Really? All about wow. glass. Wow, Ooh, that's, that's nice. cool. And, and I'd like to say, you know, some people think maybe we have more glass blowing hot shops than there are in Murano anymore. Wow. I probably believe you. They're getting closed lately. That's very the store. cool. So mm. we're going to pass the torch. From Murano to Seattle. All right, so tell everybody here, how, you know, if, how can people, you know, come down, you know, see the museum and see the work and, you know, get involved. Give us the pitch. Okay, this summer, Seattle Sounds Summer Music. In July and August, you can come down on Wednesday or Thursday night. You have to check our schedule on our website. You can listen to great local musicians that we'd love to hire local musicians. We got to do some Italian music down there. Oh. I got to bring the goombas down. We got to play down. That would be cool. You know, that there would we go. be cool. Yeah, we'll we that, should you know? definitely yeah, do yeah. that. We'll talk. We'll grab a martini up. We'll talk. Right, glass, why not? It's Italian style, so why not? But come down and see the garden this time of year. It's absolutely stunning. And then uh, this thing coming up in the in the fall, this glass city wide. So tell us about we are, how can people get involved with that and learn more about that. Well, we're working day and night to get it ready. Refract.org. Yeah, I think. And what's it, when, <laughs> when, when's it going to start? It's going to start October 17, 18, 19, and twenty. Wow! So there are thirty-five venues that are already participating: glass galleries, demonstration, exhibitions. We got to get you at the Rainier Club. We have to bring you there. We got to do something yeah. that would be cool to do. We you do know? need to do yeah. that because this yeah. is going to be Definitely. big. We want lots mm-hmm. of people involved. Be, and there's we so many celebrate. people who love Chihuly there. So we got to talk about that. That'd be great, you know. And then we're going to promote it on the you know West Coast Italian Radio. So we're going to have you come mm-hmm. back, nice. like you know. If it's in October, have you come back like the beginning of October when it's all ready to go and a pub it up real big and all the Italians come down there, you know? I mm. love that. We they, should definitely do that. Like you say, you know, it's not just Murano anymore. It's right here. So there's a lot yeah. of stuff for the Italians here to be very proud of and be proud of you as an Italian girl carrying on the torch, you know? And for mm. us, we feel like home. Because yeah. for me, the yeah. first time I saw someone to work with Murano, I brought in my kids that were little, so you see, that's what they do. I thought, oh, wow, I feel like I'm in Venice. Now, we see? went to you one know? of those things. We went to the Chihuly Museum down, uh-huh. uh, my, my wife and I down in um, Tacoma, and it was just fantastic. And then we attended a thing where we went and we watched some of the glass blowing. Oh, it blew our minds. I mean, just, you know, and I could see how... Because it's almost memorizing when you're mesmerizing when you're when you're uh, watching the people do that. It's almost hypnotic in a way, you know, to watch how people they can love shape it. that stuff. You guys yeah. have class for kids, student to try. We to... don't have classes, but you know, Pratt Fine Arts Center does. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. they do classes for people. But that is nice. To okay, you have a date. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk after this about stuff. Okay. Maybe get the goombas down there. But we're definitely gonna bring <laughs> you back. Work. We're definitely going to bring you back in the fall <laughs> mm-hmm. to kick off this glass thing. That's going to be a blast. Folks, we'll be right back after this short word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Hey, Marcia, I want to go to Italy, but the trips are so expensive and the accommodations mezza mezza. You got to use La Casella Agriturismo. La Casella Agriturismo? Tell him, Gianpaolo. Family-owned country house in the heart of Italy with a rustic setting, Agriturismo, a unique way to stay in Italy. Wow, there's nothing like that in the States. And the La Casella, owned by my family, is one of the best. Reasonably priced, it's like being in Tuscany without the crowds. And from La Casella, you can easily visit Rome, Florence, Tuscany, or Venice. Vacation like a real Italian. For more information, visit the West Coast Italian Radio website at wcir.biz and click on the logo for La Casella. 
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? Uh, she's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Hey, Dad. Thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast is Cernio Sausage. Visit Cernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. All right, folks, we're back here with the Italian Radio Show, part of the West Coast Italian Radio Network. We've been talking with Michelle Bufano, and we just had a great, great time. And I got to tell you, Michelle, you know, because I know that you're a good Italian-American girl. You speak good Italian. And we know when we got our, our lovely co-host here from North Italy, we're going to have the two of <laughs> yous today do our Italian phrases mm-hmm. of the day. This was, by the way, sent to me by my buddy Monte Mazzano down from Hollywood, California. He says, you know, our show's on the Internet, our podcast. They listen every and week. People want to learn. We got like 5,000 listeners down in the in, in, important in Florida, words in Florida, that we use every I know, day. Florida, not California. Florida. <laughs> Hollywood, Florida. Hollywood, Florida. Okay. Uh, we have tons and tons of <laughs> listeners in the Italian community. So Monte Mazzano sent us mm. our Italian phrases of the day. These are the best and most creative insults in the Italian language. All right, okay. ladies, okay. go for it. Astare. I say Sfigato. You are sfigato. All right. What does it mean? Loser. Okay. Loser. Okay. Someone who's dorky, uncool, mm-hmm. simply unlucky. <laughs> but it literally means someone who has no sex life. Yeah. <laughs> Say sfigato. There you go. That's there you awesome. Go. Then the next one is a Roman dialect. Limortacci tua. The Mortacci tour. Ah, it even sounds bad when you say it. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I like that. I feel good, though. Uh-huh. Caesars used to say that. Like, Mortacci tua. Okay, you can explain what Your you bad, dead ancestors. That's terrible. <laughs> Family's everything. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> That's why they get mad when you say that. <laughs> I don't think we should read any more of that. <laughs> the recipient is a descendant from ancestors of questionable morality. Oh. Oh, I like that. I could use that with some people right now. <laughs> oh, you're going to get in trouble. And the next one is secchione. 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 Big bucket. Big bu- so how is this an insult? Big bucket. Uh, secure, you know, it's a bucket. You put a lot of things inside, right? A lot of things in your mind. 
So you are a what? Is that a nerd? What you mean? You're a nerd. You're That's a nerd. Right. Someone oh, who okay. knows a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know a lot of things, but you don't have much of a social life. The next one is one of my all-time favorites, I might add. So this, uh, go ahead for us. I would like to yell it. Look at you when I say this. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean. Stronzo. Stronzo. I remember this one growing up. <laughs> I heard yeah, this a I. few times. Turd. <laughs> so this is much stronger than the English equivalent and considered to be very vulgar. <laughs> but younger people use it among their friends. So that's yeah. great. Even your parents. You yeah. got to be careful. You know you're joking, right? <laughs> yeah. The next right. one is cavolo. Cavolo. You should say macavolo. It's like a horse, you know, right? Cabbage. Yeah. Oh, cabbage. Well, it doesn't mean to eat. Just... What? It's okay, cavolo is simply a less aggressive way of saying the far more offensive cazzo, which translates as poop. <laughs> so you call him a cabbage, you know? Yeah. I like the other one, but go ahead. Okay. Yeah. All right. The next one is rompicoglioni. Rompicoglioni. No, no, no. Let's say it right, okay? Because this one, you do it every Rom- Monday. You Rom- do this every Monday. <laughs> Say un rompicoglioni. Man, rompicoglioni. Rompicoglioni. <laughs> wow. He's good. He is good. I like that. This, in English, we would say a pain in the neck. Ah, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, we cleaned that up a lot, folks. We're I did, I did clean that one up. Yeah. All right. The next one. Say duro come il muro. You're as hard as a wall. What does that mean? Means stupid, similar to using the terms thick or dense. Well, <laughs> you can say stubborn. Isn't there stubborn. another name for that? Uh, testa dura. Testa dura. But you can say the two. Say duro come il muro. Mm. Nobody can bend you, you know. Mm. So, uh, The next one is cesso. Another one of my all-time favorites. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. used to describe someone who's particularly unpleasant to look yeah. at. Sembra un cesso. That's what we say, full sentence. Technically translated, it means... Toilet. There you uh-huh. go. <laughs> oh, makes sense. The and the last one. Fava. We all know what fava is. Right. A broad bean. Mm-hmm. So if you tell someone you're a fava, what does that you mean? You can say, non capisci una fava. So you don't know anything like more than a bean, you know? Yeah. You don't tel- know nothing. Your attention is like nothing. a bean. Yeah. <laughs> so you see exactly. That I'm so happy to help you guys with these Italian words. <laughs> really important to <laughs> you. No, this was use. sent to us, like I say. This was sent to us. Thank you very uh, much. Can you do it next Monte week, Masano, too? Maybe one Hollywood, <laughs> Florida, okay? We, we're glad you sent us your uh, things there. We'll make sure that we uh, mm. pass these around to our friends and neighbors. And, you know, there you go. All right. Okay, next one. Uh, now we are going to talk about our events calendar. We only have a handful of events this time of year because uh, a lot of stuff doesn't really start to gear up until we get to mid to late summer. But there are some great events coming up over the next month here. Mm-hmm. So our first one we have is the Mille Cugine Sons of Italy Lodge Spaghetti Dinner up where they're good friends up in Marysville, the Sons of Italy up there. Great, great event on Saturday, June 1st. Make sure you contact the Mille Cugine Lodge they get together at the uh, St. Mary's Catholic Church, and they're going to have just they have a wonderful dinner every year there. And then the same day, Saturday 1, first, Auburn, son of Italy, is wine tasting. And they have so, a great wine tasting, too, baby. Oh, I, I know. You Can why. you believe it? It's like you could go to the Mille Cugini and then run from there after <laughs> dinner and go to the wine tasting. It's perfect. And they say light They say light appetizers. Yeah. I know Ronnie Beiersdorf. <laughs> what Ronnie Beiersdorf runs that. Light appetizers. This is like yeah. enough to feed an army for like yeah, a week, probably. you know. But it, we love it. We love it. The, so anyway, this is a Holy Family Church Hall in Auburn, Washington. And uh, information will come. 
in the future because I don't have nothing else here. <laughs> All right. You take the next one, Evin. All right. So oh. there are a few save the dates here. The next one is coming up on 20th of June, and that's the Italian Heritage Night at the Mariners. This Start. is always a lot of fun, you mm-hmm. know? And the game is against the Baltimore, uh, Baltimore Orioles. It starts at 7 and 10, 7, 10 p.m. Uh, there is a price tag to it. I believe it's somewhere between $23 to $38. And that actually includes a souvenir cap. You get the blue Italian Mariners cap. And you can actually go buy tickets online. That's at mariners.com slash Italian. Well, you know, that's always a lot of fun. We're going to have Marty Negrelli on the show, in fact, on June 3rd. to Talk mm-hmm. to us all about Italian Night of the Mariners. It's a great time every year. Uh, one of our favorite events, talking about Italian sporting mm-hmm. events here, <laughs> September 1st, Labor Day weekend, baby. Italian Day at the races. Oh, yeah, we get wow. down at the Emerald Downs racetrack. Mm-hmm. And we have a blast down there. They name all the horses that day after Italian stuff, Good. like spaghetti, meatballs, meatballs. lasagna. Yeah. Okay? So you, get, you, get the, <laughs> you know, you, give, you, you bid on your horses. I should give you names. Tony and the Goombas <laughs> are going to be down there playing all day long next to the winner's circles, right? You got Italian dancers. You got bocce courts there. You got pizza eating contests. It's a blast, and we're going to have five Hundred tickets starting the middle of the July because we're one of the co-sponsors of this event. The giveaway right here on West Coast Italian Radio. So got to make sure you set that date. Mm-hmm. It's always a good time. And then you know what's coming up in September, Marzia? Oh yes, September is Italian Month in the Northwest here in Seattle. Okay, what's it start with? Well, we started September in Seattle Italian Festival time. September six is six to eight. Uh, San Gennaro Festival, that's the one. It's so much Great fun. Festival. A lot of Great Italian festival. food, you know, uh, music. That Authentic Italian street festival. <laughs> Authentic Italian street festival. That is one. And then we have Fest Italian events like uh, Gone 14, the Mass Italian. Uh, the 20 is the Fest uh, um, Luncheon. luncheon. Yeah, it's a, a good time. And then we have 27, Test of Italy. Uh, 28, 29 is the annual Festa Italiana in Seattle. That's Center. the big so, one, baby. Fest Italiana. is all Italian. Don't book anything. Be in Seattle. We oh, yeah. And everything. the weather is great, and we have a wonderful yeah. time. And we're going to be sponsoring. Um, we, oh, you know, my wife and I, and the show sponsors the Grape Stomp every year at Festa. Oh yeah. We also fest the big Saturday night All Star Jam. We get all the Festa entertainers to bring them up. They all do a song. We get everybody dancing. Everything from mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra and Tarantellas to rock and roll done in Italian style. Okay. One last thing we're going to say in our calendar of the week is: don't forget the Olympic Soccer Academy right. events. They get all these great. Stuff where they bring over the kids from Italy, playing right. with our kids here, putting teams together, playing soccer games all around the region. Go to their their website, osaseattlefc.com, and find out about their schedule because we just love those mm-hmm. events. Well, it's been a blast having you guys out. So, Naveen, you got something to say to leave our listeners with here? Well, Tony, thanks a lot for having me here. This was a great pleasure for me. And you know, who knows? There may be a career out there for me as a radio jockey. There you go. <laughs> you, 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 do, you do good, brother. How about you, Michelle? What do you have to say? Well, thank you so much for having me. And please come on down to Chihuly Garden of Glass. Here's some great local music. And don't forget, I'll be back to talk about Refract. Absolutely. 2019. That's be a blast. 
All right, Marcia, baby, what are we going to do? Nothing. I'm going to say alla prossima volta. Can't wait for next Monday. We'll be here with new Italian news and uh, new funny words. Absolutely, folks. So, you know, we're going to be back with a brand new show. And don't forget, you can listen to us 24-7 online if you go to our website, wcir.biz. You can hear this week's show. You can hear all of all our past way. broadcasts. Make sure you tell all your friends and family all over the world. God bless you. We'll be talking to you again next Monday. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.